Hello and welcome to The Lowdown from Pickletown. I'm your host, Aidan Gilbride. Here's the deal. I'm joined alongside uh, Cameron Lee and Monique Whiteman on the cross-country team here at UMO. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. You are actually the first athletes that we've had on, which is actually really interesting. And um, we're really looking forward to just sitting and actually getting things from an athlete's point of view, because it's very easy to talk to the coaches, but um, sometimes it's better to just hear from the actual athletes themselves. So um, I just want to start off by just um, uh, asking you, like, what kind of brought you to Mount Olive? Obviously, it's a little bit unique for you, Cameron. You were at University of Charleston for four years before you came here. So... For you, it's a far different journey than it was for Monique, who's obviously came from New Zealand. So it's two very unique perspectives on how you ended up in the cross-country team. So if the two of you want to maybe just elaborate on how you ended up here. Yeah, so so after doing four years in West Virginia, obviously, you know, we had a lot of success there and it was a lot of fun. But 2020, my senior year, mm-hmm. didn't go the way anybody planned. So I knew I was going to have one more year. So I used my senior year, kind of where we didn't have a real cross-country season, mm-hmm. to really reflect and kind of think about what I want for myself in the future. Yeah. So after kind of, you know, talking to people whose opinions I valued a lot and, you know, figuring some more stuff out for myself, I decided that I just wanted to change the scenery mm-hmm. and change something up. Um, you know, I got coming here, I got to come a little closer to home. And, you know, after talking to coaches and evaluating all the options I had, um, you know, this was the best option for, you know, what the experience I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got great offer and yeah. great opportunities here. And this is a obviously a historically great program. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was co- really cool for me to have the opportunity to kind of put myself with some of the great names that I've ran here before. Yeah. So obviously, like you said, you, you mentioned the change of scenery. How different is it from your previous place? Oh, it's a lot different. I mean, came from a place with the mountains and down here you know you're lucky to see a hill and 10 mile radius yeah no we we always joke we go up a hill on our runs and it's like we say it's the the steepest hill in in mount olive and it's like nothing yeah but yeah no and this guy always kills us on the hills when we go to elmstead so uh, for you obviously um an international same as me how did how did how did you find yourself in mount olive north carolina monique um, well, I actually had an agent oh, who yeah. sent out a few emails to different coaches, and then I had a few schools that got back to me and a few coaches that got back to me, but I got along best with Kirby, mm-hmm. and I liked her training program that she provided, and I just thought that Mount Olive would be a good place for me. And I also knew that there were a few Kiwis here as well yeah. at the time, which made it a little bit easier. Yeah, that's funny that you bring up the Kiwis because like, everyone knows the Kiwis on campus, commonly on the volleyball <laughs> team. Did they help you like settle in when you first arrived? Yeah, they definitely helped me settle in a lot when I first got here. They showed me around <laughs> and showed me where not where to go and where not to go. But um, <laughs> they definitely gave me a red, bad reputation in the trainer's room. Oh, I no. went in there for the first time a couple of weeks ago and they're like, oh, not another Kiwi. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yep, there is. Yeah, so um, coming from New Zealand, obviously I spoke a little bit about the difference in the kind of scenery and the culture. What was that like for you coming here? Like, was it a complete culture shock to you, or was there any sort of similarities? Um, it was a bit of a culture shock. I had a great roommate first semester. Sydney was my roommate. You know Sydney on the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was really good to me. She like drove me everywhere, showed me everywhere I needed to go. She showed me around. She was really good. We had a few language barriers though, mm-hmm. yeah. just between like flannels. She calls 
a flannel, something that you wear, and I call that a face wash. Oh, right. Or yeah, like well, I would, see, I would call it a washcloth yeah, or a face yeah. cloth. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> oh, and rubbish bin, yeah. <laughs> rubbish bin, <laughs> trash can or whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, when I came here, obviously I've been here for a couple of years now, so I'm able to kind of jump between the two kind of dialects, but... When I first got here, some of the words that I heard, mm-hmm. they were just like, wait, why is it that? And then, yeah. they, But then vice versa, the Americans would go, what, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But uh, no, obviously, the culture shock is a big thing. But like for you, what is there? Uh, do you miss home? Uh, is there stuff that you miss about home uh, when you're here? Or are you looking forward to maybe going back home soon? Yeah, there definitely is stuff I miss from home. I miss being able to drive. <laughs> I love driving at home, but not over here, just too complicated I think I had a few driving lessons but they that's as far as I got with driving um chocolate milk like iced chocolates don't have them over here so I make the most of them in the cafe with putting ice in my chocolate milk everyone judges me for that <laughs> and just probably my friends and family from back home yeah. no so um I, just to kind of throw it over to you Cameron obviously you spoke about the program and why you chose the program um how how are things like adjusting to the program for you? Because you're obviously you are a newbie here. You you just got here. So how's it been for you so far? Right, right. I think I think it's been really easy for me mm-hmm. to kind of transition because I was not coming from high school yeah. straight to this. You know, I had four years in college already. Um, but it's definitely there's a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. But um, that's a good thing. You know, it was a good change. Um, I kind of had I kind of knew what to expect yeah. because you know one of my good friends was actually a former runner here. Mm-hmm. So he kind of you know gave me you know, the scoop on what to yeah. expect and all that uh-huh. stuff. So I think the transition has been nice, but I also already kind of knew yeah. what to expect. It's interesting that you brought up the kind of the transition and how you said it was easier for you because you were coming from college. I think um, one of the things that people don't really kind of realize um, is that jump from high school to college the first time round is massive. Yeah, it's brutal. And especially for like me, you as an international, I mean, the intensity does increase because we, uh, you know, Kirby, we had Kirby on a few, a few weeks ago and you, she spoke that basically cross-country team trained just on that threshold of, you know, making sure that we don't injure ourselves but at the same time we're not losing fitness. So we're one of those teams that you're right on the threshold. So f- um, for you, Monique, like, what was the change like for you coming in? Um, it was a big change <laughs> at the start. I never used to do distance. I started Kirby's program program probably in September mm-hmm. and for the whole time that I was at home training I thought I was running in kilometers so her program I was like this is kind of easy this is kind of nice and then I got to school in January and it was all in miles so I'd been yeah. running like eight kilometers when it was supposed to be like 13 kilometers or something yeah well that was like the we always talk about it like on the mm-hmm. team you hear like the Americans and the internationals kind of comparing things like I seem to be from the only international country that works in miles I don't know. Everyone else seems to work in kilometers. And I was like, well, no, I work in miles. But um, no, a lot of people like, you know, you'll see the internationals and the kind of Americans having a difference of opinion a lot of time on things. But that's just because of kind of where you've grown up, what you've grown around. Um, So to kind of talk about high school a little bit um, for you, uh, Cameron, how was like, how was high school an influence on your kind of athletic career? Not necessarily just your running career, but like you obviously had a good coach there, Craig Saunders. So what was that like for you? Like, was he a good influence on you? Would you say coming into co- co- going from that transition from high school to college? Absolutely, and he, you know, he was my high school soccer coach, and yeah. I knew him, you know, from growing up because I played soccer honestly for like <laughs> the first eighteen years of my life. So that's kind of you know that's that's how I got into running anyway yeah. was just to stay fit 
you know, that, that's how most people do it, though. You know, nobody really runs. <laughs> nobody picks that sport, you know. And typically, it comes from something else. But, yeah, uh, Coach Saunders was – he was a good family friend of ours, mm-hmm. and he kind of was the one that really shifted my attention to pursuing running in college mm-hmm. rather than soccer. Yeah. It, it was tough, you know, because I really wanted <laughs> – you know, I love soccer. You know, that was yeah, my first love, right? Yeah, it's the same as me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wanted to play it for as long as I could, but at a certain point I realized that – I was better at running. Right, right. I had that, to just make that's the call. Exactly how it was for me too. You know, I realized that there was a lot more natural talent here yeah. in running than it was in soccer. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's been a good ride. Yeah. Sure. Huh? Uh, what about you, Monique? Did you do any other sports growing up? Oh yeah, I did them all. <laughs> you did them all. Yeah, I did netball. You guys don't netball. have that over here. I don't have netball. I have you netball. Don't, yeah, <laughs> netball, triathlons, basketball, hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, missed the hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, I did a bit of everything, yeah, yeah. which was really fun. So, um, can I talk to both of you um, for like actually, you we've, we've kind of spoke a little bit about COVID. You brought up COVID and how it kind of affected your last year, but it's funny how you know I can speak as an international. It must be really tough for you, Monique, because you were initially meant to be over here in August last year, and you couldn't get over. So, what was that like for you? What was the was? Can you kind of give us a little bit into how that made you feel? Um, so yeah, I was supposed to come over in August, but I couldn't get a visa in time, so then had to delay mm-hmm. till January. At the start, I was a bit gutted. I was like, "Oh, I really want to go over. Yeah. Like this is perfect timing." New Zealand was in lockdown. I was like, "Get out of lockdown. That's so fun." <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, this is actually kind of cool. I got an extra year at home, so it's kind of like a gap year that I was able to take." Yeah. And then I've just yeah been able to start in January, which was also nice. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of unique perspectives in this room. So Cameron, you know, you you you've done your four years at our place. You're now here, um, and then Monique, you've pretty much still just you've just started this ride, this crazy ride mm-hmm. that is college. So, see, for both of you, I'd, I'd like you to try and like talk about life before college, and then like for you, Monique. What I mean, it's still a long time away. But if you thought about after college, and then for you, Cameron, obviously it's not too far away actually. So, what would you like to pursue? Yeah, we go. Okay. Yeah, you can go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so life after college is really close for me. Actually, yeah, it's, it's kind of like scary. Scary, you know. <laughs> there's always been, oh well, you know, next year, you know, yeah, I've always done this, for the past five years. I've done the same thing, you know, just work a summer job and train, yeah, and come to college and just you know live my life like that. But um, yeah, so I'm still kind of in the air on what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I have an extra, I will have an extra track season that I could use if mm-hmm. I want to come back for another year. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> see about that but yeah i, I assure you she'll she'll try and make it right <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> but uh yeah so life after college though um it's it's you know it's exciting but mm-hmm. it's definitely something that makes you a little nervous you know because this is all you've known as being a student athlete for yeah. i mean literally my whole life you know exactly. since, since kindergarten you know mm-hmm. i had a sport to play so uh it'll, it'll be a tough adjustment i think mm-hmm. but it's one that you know, I'll never look back on and regret because, you yeah. know, I did five, you know, this is my fifth year of college and, yeah. and running, you know. So COVID kind of, COVID was kind of a blessing in that way that mm-hmm. I was able to just maximize my, you know, my abilities while training with a team and stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, you are right. It's something that they, they do speak about. You, you find them speaking about it towards the end of you. Like, I'm obviously in my fourth year. So I'm staring down the barrel now of what do I do after I finish um, they do talk a lot about life after because it, it's a big adjustment period mm-hmm. um, so for you Benny, is there anything that you've thought about going forward like do you 
Have you got any any plans? Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> so once I finish graduating, once I well once I finish here, I'm gonna go back home. Mm-hmm. I'll probably continue running, but maybe more for the fun side yeah, of yeah. things and like less stressful side of things. <laughs> so run to enjoy it, I think. And then I'm gonna do get my real estate license, which I can't get over here, so I'll get oh, yeah. it in New Zealand, and then I'll do that. And then I'll get a job, and then I'll do real estate, and then I'm going to go into teaching. I have my life planned. <laughs> She's got it planned out already. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah looking at Cameron over here, he's got a year left. Cameron, you're all over the show. I'm sorted. I, I, have, I have an idea though. You have a general I have, idea. I have a direction. <laughs> That's, That's all that counts. Mm-hmm. So um, we spoke. Uh, obviously, we spoke about the training program and how it can be a little intense. You know, tr- distance running's hard on the body. I can speak from experience. Um, I feel I feel about 40 years old now at this point when I'm running. <laughs> but uh, obviously what people are probably interested in is like, how do you guys like take your mind off such an intense program? Like, What do you do in your spare time, your free time? Obviously you're college students, so you have classes and, and stuff to worry about. But how do you kind of just relax and settle down and take your mind off it? Yeah, I actually, I try to wake up fairly early in the morning yeah. so I can really dedicate that time to myself and my mind yeah. and my own mental health mm-hmm. because, I mean, as you probably know, you know, if you let your mental health decline, yeah. then it will never, you'll, you'll never enjoy what you're doing. No. So I try to just find a peaceful state within mm-hmm. myself and that really sets me up good for the day mm-hmm. because there's not a lot of time to do that throughout the day. You know, yeah. There's multiple training sessions and, you know, you got to study and you know do your jobs and stuff like that so yeah because for instance i mean we we obviously we have classes during the day and then we have um practice like we're actually recording this at 7 p.m at night because exactly. that's the only time we could get to do the recording right so it's yeah. a long day practice yeah it's, it's an all-day thing yeah, yeah so uh what about you i mean is there something that you do just to kind of relax and take your mind off things no well, there kind of is. I just like go online shopping. I kind of like go on my computer because I can't really like do much. Like when I'm like finished for the yeah, day, it's yeah. like either homework or eating or running or yeah, school. So I kind of just like go on my laptop, look at some clothes or shoes that I want to buy. Not so much buy them, but just like looking at them is kind of satisfying. <laughs> she sounds like my sister. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like my sister. And honestly, it just makes me feel... Like, happy, happy, yeah, <laughs> and just like being with my friends. Oh definitely. yeah, I mean, I think I think most people can say like, obviously, you've only been here since January, but I think most people know Monique on campus for she's always got a smile on her face. She's always in a happy mood when you see her biking around on her bike. She, you never see someone happier. On campus. <laughs> she's so happy. Even yeah, the bike. It has been the best purchase since I've been here. Honestly, just going for a ride on my bike. That's that's awesome. That's so, really fun. So, with that being said, obviously, I brought up that, you know, you're always in a good mood. We travel quite far to run in trails. We travel far to go to races. Um, I know Cameron knows what I'm about to bring up. The karaoke bus. Do you want to dive into the karaoke bus a little bit, Oh, the karaoke bus. That is just like a live concert every Tuesday, Sunday featuring me. (laughs) Coacho has actually recently brought a microphone to amplify my voice. I don't really know how, well, I know exactly how people feel in the van about that some people are loving it well she sings from the very very start of the journey to the very end of the journey <laughs> most of the time and i know cameron gets on the other bus yeah. <laughs> no 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 i love it actually. cameron is actually one of my best supporters I, I think i'm her biggest fan he is my <laughs> biggest fan him and coach o, everyone else they are a tough crowd most times people avoid actually getting the bus with me aiden i know you've done that a couple of times he sees me going into the front seat of the van he's like right i'm in the, the other van seat, the front seat is generally been my seat over the last couple of years but Monique has stolen my front seat <laughs> the front seat um 
So yeah, no, the karaoke bus is always an interesting thing. Like it's been a been massive this year, and we're only <laughs> not even halfway into the semester. Yeah, sure, Coach Ho definitely he definitely encourages that though. Yeah, I mean we've got we've got a nine ten hour journey down to Florida coming up in the next week. So perfect, we'll be making good <laughs> use of that then. That's a lot of things. <laughs> um, so I'm going to kind of cap off on a a, a a kind of a deeper question. People are, are like when it comes to running like they see us like most other sports on campus think we're crazy but they think we're crazy the amount of miles we do and they don't know how we can do it why why running for both of you like why running why did it end up being running that you wanted to do obviously you kind of touched on it a little bit Cameron but what does it really kind of mean to you right right I mean obviously it goes deeper than just your natural abilities I mean you know when you can get out there and give it have a good run it it clears your head it gives you just it just makes you feel so much better about your day and honestly, it's really been a life-changing thing for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'll complain about it all day long, but at the end <laughs> of the day, it, it is something that I've loved and I've really enjoyed. And I love that I made the decision to yeah. pursue a master's degree and use up the rest of my eligibility. I mean, it's 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 just good for the mind. Yeah. It's good for the mind. So what about you, Monique? What does it mean to you? That is a great question. <laughs> no, I do, I do really love running. It has given me so many opportunities that I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't run and I do really love just going out for a run and just not having to like think about anything just going out there and just doing it especially on the easy days when we can take a speaker and listen to music (laughs) it's really nice and I feel so much better after I've done a workout yeah and yeah even racing like racing is such a good feeling Mm -hmm. and getting pbs and there there isn't I mean like I've spoke a couple of times like I think to everyone like there isn't there isn't really a better feeling than when you do all the training and it actually pays off. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the best feeling more in the world. You know, yeah, you definitely. can't. Um, so listen, thank you very much, guys, for coming on. It's yeah, been really absolutely. interesting hearing different perspectives and things. Obviously, an American and then someone from New Zealand, mm-hmm. very very different. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, thanks, thank thanks you. for having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> this has been the lowdown from Pickletown. Would just like to give special thanks to the University of Mount Olives music department. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.